Blog Talk Radio. Often this comes from, one, believing that you actually have a free will, which 
is sort of a metaphysical fiction. Uh, when you think about how basically we are all part of this physical universe and there's nothing that really has a completely free will that can step outside of nature and will something from nothing, from zero, like a big bang of some sort. Everybody is reacting to their stimulus and they're in the world. So is their will really free? Are you in complete control of yourself? Do you often find that even though you might make a decision, you'll end up doing the complete opposite? So you feel guilty about something like that because you didn't obey what you knew to be right. And you carry around a lot of guilt about repeated instances of that where you're just not doing what you think you should be doing. And that it creates a gulf of thinking. You know, you have you on the one hand who you hold in contempt because you haven't lived up to some decision that you think you made, that you think you can even make. So we're going to talk about just sort of how you quiet the mind, how you stop unintentional thinking and only use the mind for intentional thinking. Okay? Now, of course, when you're sitting around, you're solving a problem, you're doing something specific, your mind is engaged. And you can often block out a lot of the um, negative imaginations, especially if you're, um, in, your mind is engaged. That's why people go to entertainment. But it's also why people get immersed in their work, in their profession. It gives them a sense of mental calmness. And you have to understand the reason, the, the reason you're getting this mental calmness is because you're putting your brain to intentional use. And that's why entertainment is, is also used. You're, you're putting your brain to intentional use. And any time you do that, you distract it from, from having this aimless thinking going on. And that is painful. Aimless thinking is a painful thing. And people just think it's harmless, it's daydreaming. It's really not. It's really a form of degeneration. It's a form of losing energy. It's like if you were in your car and you had the car in park and you just had your foot kind of on the accelerator and you're just burning gas. That's what unintentional thinking is doing to you. It's basically an energy loser. Um, and so the way to seal up this energy hole that most people have just sort of wide open, billowing out. And that's why people at the end of the day are so exhausted because they've just been grinding their gears against themselves for the whole day. It's essentially what um, aimless thinking, aimless thinking kicks up a lot of cognitive dissonance. They're just things that you know just won't work out and you sort of just keep going up against them. You, 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 instead of dealing with a problem in the moment or, or just telling yourself that's what you will do, you almost deal with it like if you're going to expect some kind of problem in the future, you deal with it over and over again. You repeat it in your mind as though that's going to help you somehow solve it. Now, let's, let's distinguish this aimless thinking with directed thinking. If you want to directly think about a problem that you're going to have in the future and work out scenarios and you do this consciously, there's nothing wrong with that because that's what your brain was designed for, to be used by you. It's like a calculator. Like it should just sit there off 
until you pick it up and you want to calculate something. So you want to calculate what you're going to do, that's fine. But you do need to be constantly revisiting it on an unconscious level? No. In fact, that actually does you more harm than good. As I said, it just completely depletes your energy. So the important thing to do is to, to remain present in your mind so that you know what your mind is doing at all times. And the way to do that is to watch your mind, to be the watcher of your thoughts. There's no way to turn off your thinking, but there is a way to sit on top of your thinking and watch it. And the minute you watch it, something crazy happens. Basically, your mind goes still. The watched mind is like a, a, a lake that just is still. As soon as you watch it for a little while, the ripples start dying down. And that's what all meditation is about. That's why people want you to meditate. That's why people engage in ritualistic religion. All these things are ways of calming the mind down and stopping the aimless thinking that is so painful because it inevitably goes to the negative. And it's just something about the way we are wired, the way humanity has been wired, maybe through experience, through society, whatever. It has been wired to, to have this low-level sorrow, this low-level negativity kind of just running on it. And it's, it's unfortunate because it's a complete energy loser and it takes people out of the moment, and they, life just sort of passes them by as they're caught up in these negative imaginings. So it's very important if you want to live a full life and you want to be ultra-intelligent in this life to understand that this is part of the human condition. The human condition, has, the, the human condition means that you're going to have imaginings and low-level thinking that are basically going to fall into the negative and make you have some sort of sorrow, just kind of low-level sorrow in your life about how things aren't exactly as you would want them. And this is not unique to you. And a lot of people want to be, they, they, they take a tremendous amount of pride about their negativity and their feeling of sorrow. They almost feel like they're, the, they're feeling the sorrow for the world and the rest of the people just don't get it. No, everybody is feeling sorrow and everybody's dealing with it in a different way. I mean, often drugs and alcohol are how people deal with these things. I mean, they just, it's a, I mean, let's face it, it's a good way to just deaden the mind. Unfortunately, these methods, most methods for combating the, uh, the aimless negativity of the mind ultimately make the mind kind of dull and therefore not as intelligent, not as sharp. So that's, we want to think of ways in which we keep the mind sharp, but we stop this low-level thinking. So drugs and alcohol aren't exactly the best way to go. The best way to go, and if you can do this in conjunction with drugs and alcohol, it's fine. But the point is the best way to do this is to be on top of your thoughts, to just be under, like looking at what you're thinking about. Your question should always be to yourself, what am I thinking about right now? And should I, do I want to think about this intentionally right now or do I want to put it, shelve it and understand that I will think about that intentionally when the time comes when I need to, but right now I don't want to. So you just kind of, when you're, as you're seeing your mind start thinking about things that maybe you know that it's, now is not the time to be thinking about that, that sort of helps it die down. But it's, you can't, it's not something you can fight 
You can't sit there and be like, oh, don't think it. No, you just see your, watch your mind think it. Watch how it, it goes to these ridiculous thoughts of the future and your fears and everything like that and watch that it's just basically not reality, that this is just some imagining going on in your mind. And the reality is right in front of you and the reality right now in front of you is that you have no problems, Right? Problems are not something that just exist in the world, in your, in your world. They are in your brain, and a lot of people just treat them as sort of the reality, but they're not. The reality is you, you have a brain. The, 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 the world presents to you certain things that the brain must be applied to, and that the brain is perfectly capable of solving any problem so long as it's not hindered and de-energized by the process of just unconscious thinking, which makes you much less equipped to solve any of the real problems that you really have. The only way to be sharp enough so that your problems can be dealt with head-on is to make sure that your mind is still. And the only way to still your mind is to watch your mind. So... Life is just, being present in life is just a continual observance of what your mind is doing. Instead of just letting it do its thing and reacting to it and getting into your moods and getting into, now I'm in a good mood, now I'm in a bad mood. All that, those mood swings are, are due to the fact that you've sort of lost control of your mind, as most people have. And they just sort of are victims of their unconscious thinking. So in some cases, your unconscious thinking goes to positive things. Usually after maybe a great event, a great party, you you reminisce on the great party, and that gives you some kind of joy, Uh, but that dies down, and eventually you go to things you're worried about, things that pissed you off in the past, just different things that bother you. This is just the way the mind goes if it's not watched. The minute you observe your mind, it seems to just not want to be on these negative things it sort of just kind of breaks the the fog because that's what people are in when their mind is just sort of thinking on its own and their emotions are getting kicked up either through kicking up fears of the future kicking up some um, past transgression when the mind is uh, in that state you're in a fog. You're walking around. You're not seeing the world in front of you because you're thinking about either the past or the future. You're not in the present. And that ultimately just, that leads to senility. I mean, that is essentially the process of getting to Alzheimer's because your mind is not equipped to just have a low-level um, anxiety going on all the time. And most people are subjecting their own minds to that on a continual basis until they finally just sort of start losing consciousness. They start losing their memories. They start losing the functionality of their brain because it's like their brain gets worn out. It's very tiring. The, the mind is, you know, it shouldn't be on all the time. It should be turned off when it needs to be and turned on when it needs to be. So the way, and the only way to turn off your mind is just to observe it. If you observe it and you keep asking yourself, what's my next thought? What's my next thought? You'll see how just that, med- that sort of 
mantra itself, just asking yourself that question, sort of stops thinking. Because your next thought is that should be determined by you, not by your brain. Your brain shouldn't just be spitting out thoughts on its own. It's not needed to be doing that. It doesn't help to be doing that. It might help in a very intense situation and danger. That's why the mind is actually set up that way, because in very dangerous moments, it's become a, a, a very great tool for our survival because it can think quickly on its own. And, and when it, sometimes when in danger, we, we just react and we do the right thing. So the mind is, you know, to be respected for that ability, but it doesn't need to be employed in just an everyday basis the way people are employing it, which is just letting it run. Just let it run. Just sit there and daydream all day. No. Try to, if you, if you want to do that, that's fine, but unless you do, you have to be doing it intentionally. You have to be, and that's what meditation, that's what most people do meditation. They say, okay, you sit there and you observe your mind while you breathe and you concentrate on your breathing and you observe your mind. And, but this is something that you should just be doing all the time. The idea that you would just do it for an hour a day in meditation, that can help, but it really has to be something that you're constantly on top of and you just never let it get out of hand. And if you see yourself, and the, the signal that you're not doing it is basically you're not feeling good. You start getting depressed. You start feeling whatever it is, some kind of negative emotion, anger or uh, fear or uh, you know, sadness, boredom. All these things are products of a mind that hasn't been observed, that's sort of just been allowed to spit out whatever thoughts occurred to it. Okay, so there's a kind of comfort in, in negativity that comes after people have engaged in this kind of like depressive thinking over and over again. What happens is pathways get burned in your brain and there's a sort of satisfaction that comes with like going down that pathway over and over again. And it's just sort of the nature of the way the brain is structured. So you, but you can actually restructure your brain by intentionally thinking about things and using your mind to observe itself. So as long as you're consciously employing your mind either to observe what it's thinking or to be consciously focused on a specific problem or, you know, artistic endeavor or whatever it is you're working on, you know, you can just kind of put it on the shelf and be like, okay, this, and, and what you should be is just a perceiving object. And what happens when you perceive and you start like making judgments and you start thinking about whether you like something or don't like something, that's the beginning of the mind taking over and the reality receding. Reality is what you perceive. And your interpretation of it is in, in essence like moving away from it. So you have to understand that. It's, it's fine to to interpret as long as you're doing it consciously and not unconsciously. And you'll notice that unconsciously you're doing a lot of things that don't make you feel too good. One of the things is to compare yourself to others. This is something that causes a lot of unnecessary thinking. You should never compare yourself to another person. If you compare yourself to a person who you think is much better than you, then all of a sudden you look at that person and you look at yourself, and you're dull. And then you have to feel the negativity of being dull. 
when you look at somebody who is less than you, then you start looking at, you know, you start basically under, uh, looking at traits that you shouldn't even be looking at. If there's if there are traits in somebody that um, anger you or that you, know, you make them make them think that they're less than you, you're inevitably after seeing them in that other person, you're inevitably going to start looking for them in yourself. That's just the way the brain works. So it's better just not to do any kind of comparison. You are your own person. Okay, you are only as intelligent as your mind is quiet. So anything that you're going to do to unquiet your mind and cause unnecessary chatter in your mind is probably not a good idea to do. And, what, and so judging, esteeming, just, when you, when you, just not experiencing the world as just a, a raw perception. The, the, the more you step away from the raw perception of the world, the less you are present, the less the world is basically, thus you are in the world. You're sort of stepping out of it with each successive layer of thought. So, like I said, there's no way to stop thought, but there is a way to observe it. And just to be consciously observing it at all times is my best advice I can give you. And then that will, and then you understand that every thought that you have is essentially is something that you're intentionally having instead of just letting it affect you. So, so just beware of daydreaming. Beware of that because that is your mind just basically spinning out of control and causing your you to lose energy. It's just that's what it is. And the, the minute you observe it, the foot comes off of the accelerator slowly. And soon your mind is completely quiet. You're losing no energy and you are sharp. You are ready to, to receive what you need to receive and you're ready to, to solve any problem that comes your way. Nothing catches you off guard. So that's just my advice. And that is... Lectures of Fallen Wisdom number seven. Only think intentionally. Anyway, we'll be back. We'll talk more about things like this. <laughs> 